Hello and welcome to the Resolving Our Low Res Lives podcast. Uh, this lovely voice you're hearing is Luke. And with me, I've got Chris. Hello. Yeah, so, we are both aspiring editors and we both use a program called Vinci Resolve. Over any other. Even after getting access to full Adobe Suite because we just think Resolve's better. Yes, it's it's so much more in depth than the others. Like Premiere Pro, you need After Effects to do anything major VFX, but in DaVinci, you can pretty much just do it all. Yeah, and so yeah, we're just gonna go through basic features today and hopefully try and explain why we think these put it a cut above the rest. We're gonna assume that you've opened Resolve and you pressed New Project. And you're on the first screen that comes up after that. So, the first tab, it will put you in with the first one that you will need, is media. It actually puts you on the cut page first. Does it? Yes, and that's where I, that's where it starts and I put all the media in. But it actually starts on the cut page, yeah. So you can literally get oh. straight to cutting. Like, I, think, I think the media page is useless. Yeah. Because I, I, I always start in... It always brings me up in the cut page, and I put my media straight in there, and then just head over to the editor. So that's... Yeah, it, it puts you there first. I honestly didn't know that. Okay. Me neither. Uh, so, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, when you first get into the program, it puts you on the cut page. If you've used software like HitFilm or Premiere Pro, uh, then you'll know that if you've imported your footage and you double click it, then it'll open in a preview window separate from the one you already have. And this allows you to set in and out points for the footage. Yeah. So that it just put so you've got your main timeline on the right side, and then you've got the clip um preview on the left window when that pops up. First there isn't actually one because the media pool's like quite large but as soon as you double click on the uh video uh it'll bring up a uh, another window or uh, yeah another preview for that one yeah and this feature is in resolve as well it is also on the edit tab which we'll get to in a couple of minutes uh but the one it should load you on before that is the media tab <laughs> Because you can't cut anything without media. It doesn't, though. That's the thing. I think they did it for a reason. Like, what reason you, could that be, though? I don't know. It's just... I think what they think is just... Because, like, when you do get into it, the media pool is very large. So you've got the timeline at the bottom, the timeline window on the right, and then the other window, which would be the size of the preview, is the media pool. And you just put everything in there, and then I th I'm guessing they just want you straight to cut. Like, literally, don't even change tabs. Because it brings you straight to the cut tab, I'm assuming just like, oh yeah, bring all the clips in, start cutting. I, I don't know, mate, that's what I think anyway. I, I do I mean, see where I, you're coming from. Know, but... but then, like, why would they then include the media tab? The thing is, in DaVinci Resolve 15, or, or, or an early version of 16, the cut tab didn't exist. It was media, then edit. So I'm 
I'm guessing that they've just done it as a quick media cut edit page. Or, or, yeah. or media cut it to how you want, then just go straight to edit where you do all the technical stuff. I'm assuming. I I, I don't know though. But yeah, that that wasn't in the earlier versions. I mean, because the media pool you can access on basically any tab, like yeah. fusion, color, edit, cut. Basically, you can so... also access it on the media tab. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so how the cut tab differs from the edit tab, it does what it is. It's literally just cutting. Like, there's no effects. Well, uh, you can you can change like the speed and like put some dynamic zoom on, but really there's there's n- not much to do in this tab. It's just for basic cuts. Or it's different from the edit because you put the clip in, and. You you move the playhead um, and it stays in the center and you're moving the whole clip just off to the left and all that. So you cut it like in the video. Whereas in the edit tab, you actually like move the playhead around to where you want it instead of having it in direct middle, moving the the video around, I guess. Well, here's the thing, because from my experience, some things you can do in the media pool you can't actually do in the media tab. So I th- I think I remember uh, not being able to create bins in the media tab. Although I might be wrong. Uh, yes, you can. You can. Basically, I've got it open now. Um, right at the bottom, there is the actual media pool. Um... And then off to the left, it just says master. And then underneath that, new bin. But like I said, it it looks exactly the same as the uh, as the cut tab. There's nothing really. It's the media tab isn't really that special. It's I, I never use it. There's no point really. So moving on, and we've got the edit tab. Yeah. In this one, the media pool is slightly smaller, but. It's just there's there's a lot more on the screen. It's a lot it's a lot more condensed than the other one. The other one's kind of kind of like really vast. There's not much going on. This one is just full of just everything. <laughs> there's so many creative tools here. It's it's unreal. Yeah, this is where the main effects and transitions will be applied like yes you will go into fusion and color and fairlight to do probably more advanced things but yeah general things you will do in the edit tab exactly uh, and bring bringing up premiere pro again uh Resolve has its own version of the effect controls, and that's called the Inspector. Yeah. It's like a little window at the top, a little button you press. Um, There's actually three different ones. There's a mixer one, which allows you to just control the audio. You don't really use that a lot, to be honest. Uh, Metadata, I never really use that. But the Inspector tab, or the Inspector page bit, it just allows you to zoom, change change the audio levels, uh, 
literally any of the effects you add on you control in the inspector tab yeah so if you add cross dissolve you decide how long it goes for if it's like a dip to color you change the color here you change pretty much like 90 percent of any effects in this bit here yeah but you can you can also change them on the timeline as well though because exactly, you do yes, have yeah. the option to drag like icons on the timeline so you can adjust the opacity you can adjust the volume yeah with the mixer you probably will end up using it but towards the end of the of the project when you've got all the media in that you want like all the music all the sound effects all all the voiceovers anything and you want to make you want to monitor the levels and make sure that nothing's too loud nothing's too quiet and that's what you would use to sort of level it out so everything's at the right level so like we said in the cut tab you've got your timeline at the bottom and you have your one window at the top but obviously you can have if you double double click a uh, video or, or image or anything uh, it'll bring up a second window and that will just allow you to trim it do the in and out points um, grab just the audio grab just the video um, anything really like that and then you grab that window into the timeline and it would keep those choices and bring it into the timeline and then you'll see it on the right window. And of course, probably one of the main parts of editing your effects library. This is... The toolbox. But, Love this part. Yeah. This is where you'll go to find all the transitions and the texts and anything you might need from colours to the colour bars. Yeah, basically all of that is in the effects library panel. You've got a tab called effects, which is where you find your adjustment clips and your fusion compositions. We'll get onto those later. The toolbox has everything from video transitions to effects, audio transitions, which is only three. Um, open effects are like filters and blur, color effects, glow, etc, etc. They're like the ones you can drag and drop onto. Uh, audio effects are Fairlight FX. Um, that's all the stuff like pitch, reverb, distortion, every, everything like that. So you've got video transitions, uh, so like cross dissolve. Then you've got the iris ones, so you've got diamond ones, eye ones. Uh, motion ones like push and slide and shape ones and then wipe ones and all that. There's loads of different ones. Then you've got audio transitions, um, crossfade, crossfade, uh, plus three decibels, crossfade, minus three decibels, and then crossfade, no decibels. And then you've got titles. There's loads of titles. There are lots of titles. Uh, but the main ones are at the top, just like lower third ones, scroll ones, text, and then text plus. Uh, generators are more like things you drag in, like a color generator literally just a, a blue box or a black box or black, like luke said earlier um effects adjustment clip and fusion composition yeah luke's probably going to get onto adjustment clip now uh so with effects you have two choices you can either drag them directly onto a clip and that's fine that works 
or you can apply them to an adjustment clip. And so the difference is if you drag an effect onto the clip itself, then once you've dialed in all the settings to get the look that you want, if you then want those same settings further down the line, you've got to find the clip that you've got it on. Then you have to look at the settings and copy them and put them on the, another clip. Whereas if you put them on an adjustment clip, yes, you still have to do all the settings and everything, but you just have to duplicate that clip and then just move it onto your new piece and then make any adjustments you need there. That's like the easiest thing to do. It's, it's so easy. It yeah. is so much better because if you make a mistake and like completely mess up, yes, you can press Control Z, but like, I don't know, it just, it's, it's just easier to do it on adjustment clip. Then you can move that to how, how you want. You don't have to cut the actual video. You just move around the adjustment clip and cut the adjustment clip. Yeah. And that will do exactly the same thing. So if you want the effect to come in a bit later, you don't have to cut the video and apply it to the second cut of that video. Just put it on the adjustment clip and move it over to where you want it to happen. And if after everything you don't like the effect that you've done, but it's on multiple, multiple clips, then you can just delete the adjustment clip. You don't have to go through each clip individually and removing the effect. So that can save you a lot of time. Yeah. And the other piece in the effect section of the toolbox is a fusion composition. And that actually ties in with the next tab, which do we want to move on to that now? Or I think so, yeah. Okay. This is my this is my favourite tab. Yeah. So fusion is where all the magic happens. Yeah, With it's <laughs> yeah, it's essentially what After Effects is for Premiere Pro, except yeah. it's node-based. So yeah. you don't look at your preview and add in all the elements in layers. Mm. You actually have to add a node for it, and yeah. you have to I merge I will say one them. thing, which yeah. is pretty cool, to be honest. The whole editing in this thing, in this, kind of acts off nodes. It's it's weird. It will say media in and media out. If you delete media in, you're not going to get anything. The whole thing's deleted. Yeah. You're not. It's not going to show anything on the screen. You need to have the connection. It need. It, the whole thing needs to end in media out. Otherwise, it ain't going to show. Yeah. In Fusion, as we said before, you've got access to the media pool, and the effects library. So if you just want to find an effect that you saw before in the edit tab, you can put it into Fusion, yeah, but you can also just add the node for it. So that gives you some leniency. If you're not that used to using nodes, you can still just drag and drop like you would in the edit tab. If you think about all the plugins you might need for Adobe After Effects for 3D, for particles. For the cameras, light sources, yeah, um, yeah rendering, um, as shapes and stuff. This is literally all built in. Yeah, Fusion has it all. <laughs> and when we mean it all, we really mean it all. 
it's literally got everything. Yeah, and I think that's why we like Resolve on a whole because it has everything in: Edit Premiere Pro, Fusion After Effects, Color. I mean, you can do it in Premiere Pro. Yeah, but I think the color tab on this is wicked, though. Yeah, Fairlight, Audition. Audition. Yep. Got th- three programs all built into one, and they just to click away. You don't That's have to true. right click, send to audition, and then no, save it and then load it back just in. Just the next tab, just press the next tab. Yeah, you've got everything. <laughs> There's even got like paint and literally everything color curves, hue curves, brightness. There's light sources, 3D cameras. You can create a, a whole 3D scene with walls, with a background, with with suns, with lights, with particle systems. With only a few nodes. Yeah. Well, a few, quite, quite a few, but yeah. it does Part- not take that long at all. I will say, sorry, yeah. I, I like that it doesn't hold your hand with these nodes. Mm. It, it allows you to do whatever you like. I swear, I think the most used one on here is definitely the merge node. Yeah. Yeah. But once you figure out how to do, like, the camera 3D and, like, merge Mm. and background, it and you can create some amazing stuff. And honestly, it feels so good. And just like in the edit tab, you've got your inspector, so you can adjust settings. Again, that's familiar just like the effects library it doesn't hold your hand in everything but it does try to make your experience better it tries to make it easier yeah fusion is where you would do all your chroma keying and things like that once you bring in a delta keyer there's seven tabs on just doing green screen pretty much it's amazing yeah, with keying, you have the option to either do it in Fusion, and Color also has the option. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's... I think that's a good segue into the Color tab. I think it is, yeah. So, again, node-based. Uh, the first node, 01, will be the clip you will have selected in the Edit tab. And basically, with this... You have free reign over how the clip looks. So you can adjust what colour the the highlights go to, what colour the shadows go to, what colour the midtones go to. You can adjust how bright or dark each of those are. What I really like in the colour tab is the masking. Mm. The masking is amazing. And obviously that can be used for transitions, literally anything, but what some people didn't know is about the masking is you can change the color inside or out of that mask so you can set a color to a specific point on an image or a video most people think that oh it's the color tab you have to change the whole thing no you can literally mask it put a circle in and then change the color inside that circle or invert it to do it so outside that circle it is amazing there's so much to do. <laughs> I don't think you can ever complete DaVinci. There's so much to do. Yeah. I think the only problem I have with something like 
the keying in Resolve is the fact that you need to add an alpha output. Yes. And if you don't add that, then you might be thinking, why isn't it working? And it could be as simple as right-clicking and then pressing add alpha output. That's literally all you need to do. And then just drag that over, flip more nodes. And there you go, that's... The thing is, when you're doing, like, masking with colour, you don't need to add the alpha output, but if you want the video behind the one you're masking to be shown, you have to add the alpha output. Yeah. So again, you've got access to your media pool, you've got access to your effects, you've got the nodes, and then you've also got a tab called Gallery, which is essentially you can right-click on the preview window in colour and press Grab Still. And that's essentially the same as exporting a frame from Premiere Pro or HitFilm or software like that. But it's stored in the gallery. And then you can gather all the pictures you want before you choose where to save them. That's nice, because if you do export a frame from Premiere Pro or, or HitFilm, you have to say, right, I want to save it here. Whereas with the gallery... You can you can highlight them all and then export them all all at once to the same place, so that that maximizes your workflow. And I think again that's what Resolve tries to do. It tries to be everything in one. Looking at all the other software, thinking about how it could put that into it, but streamline it all for free. Like there are a few limitations, but only a few. Literally, like, a few effects, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, and there are workarounds as well. Yeah. Going back to keyframes, because keyframes are a huge, huge thing in editing and yeah. in DaVinci. Literally, like, every page has keyframes, except for the cut page, I think. Every page has keyframes. Um, down the bottom right... Um, is basically the keyframe section, um, like corrector and sizing, so the color and then like the sizing of a window or whatever. You can you can change the color so it can go from blue to red and just smoothly go from blue to red. Hmm. Um, like the size of the window can change. Uh, this is this is really good for when you're masking. Um, get something getting closer or moving across you want that shape to still be there and get bigger and like stay flush to the door or, or whatever whatever the transition you're doing this is where you definitely need keyframes there's more effects there's loads of effects um above oh, to do with color so you've got the color wheels where you can change the offset gain gamma and lift and you yeah. can do these just by pulling the little circle to whatever color and then you can just adjust the red, uh, red, green, blue um, ratio number stuff. Um, and then you've got the curves. You can add lots of different points to get the curves how exactly how you want them. And pull them down, swirl them around. <laughs> uh, then you've got qualifier. I've, I've never really used this, but I don't know if Luke has. This is kind of like getting a colour from somewhere else and getting... I'm not, I'm not sure, though. Yeah, I think it is just finding a colour to get like yeah. the hex values or something like that. And then my favourite one, which it generally puts you on, 
It is the power window. This is for masking. This is literally for masking. Curve is for when you want to draw the mask yourself and get the exact shape. You can click and then click to another point. It will do a straight line to that and then just continue drawing the shape. To get an actual curve on that, you have to hold on the... So you do one point and then you click and hold on the next point. It will curve it. Then you've got the polygon, which is literally just a straight line. Circle, bit explanatory, uh, self-explanatory, and then linear, which is just like square and rectangle and all that. Then another one which I really like is the tracker. This is where you can use that power window to basically it tracks onto something. Someone's mouth, you want to change their lip color or something, or just just you want to track their mouth. You place this power window over their mouth and go to the tracker page and press the play button and it will literally track and follow the mouth. Change size even as it gets close to the uh, to the camera. But it will change it will just track it completely. Uh you can do pan, tilt, zoom, rotate and then 3D so it will change the angles and stuff. But it's it's very fun. <laughs> yeah. And it's tracking... so much you can do. Yeah. And and tracking is also something that you can do in fusion. So you've got yes. the choice to either do it in colour or fusion. I'd say th- fusion and colour kind of are built off each other. Yeah. They they use one another another's features, so you can both you can do delta key or chroma keying, so green screen removal or, or any colour removal actually. Um, in both of these tabs, uh, you can do tracking in this. You can well, anything really. <laughs> Keyframes is on all of them. It's, a, it's an amazing piece of software, DaVinci. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And now I think probably Luke's favourite tab. I'm not sure though. What is your favourite tab? Because <laughs> I know you have done a lot during oh with uh, Fairlight, haven't you? I've I've done some stuff in Fairlight, but not like too much. No, I think this is more for recording voiceovers and just because I Fairlight kind of works with the edit tab you can add all the effects and stuff here and the, the eq equalizer if you didn't know um <laughs> the pan which is between left and right um you can do all of this in the edit tab this is just for those who really want to get the audio right <laughs> like they want to get the minute details of the audio literally everything in it yeah fairlight is to resolve what audition is to Premiere Pro. Yeah, just in the same software. Yeah, And if you want to record your voice directly into it, you can. just Set the input, press the little R, and now you can hear your voice. Although you do have to patch a microphone to it. But yeah, you can literally hear your voice. And then just press the record button, and you are literally well away. And I'll tell you what is cool. You can have... I say live um, effects. It's kind of a little bit delayed, because it has to add yeah. them to your voice but you can pretty much have live effects to your voice as you're speaking yeah. like i said a little bit delayed but eh, mostly live it isn't like afterwards so it has to actually like notice what part to add <laughs> all the effects and all that it's literally as you're speaking it will add the reverb it'll add yeah. the pitch it'll add the echo it's there's so many effects to add and it's literally as you're recording you can you can take them off afterwards so you can record with them and then take them off afterwards if you don't like them. Um, 
or just add them on afterwards. There's so much to do. There's so much to do. And that's what you want, because you want to know that you don't have to spend a lot of time fiddling after recording. You want to know, yeah, this is good. And then, okay, when you listen back, you might think, okay, this maybe needs to be tweaked a little, but you don't have to completely re-record it. It's just there for you to hear and everyone else can hear. So if you're recording in a studio for ADR, then that can be useful because you can hear yourself, the sound guy can hear you. They can tell how well it matches to what they need. In a video editing software, it is an audio studio, I think. There's so much to do. And I guess that brings us on to us finishing. And what do you do when you finish? You go to the uh, to the deliver tab, which is where you export the video. So there's some preset render settings. It says custom, you can just select the file name, do location. Then there's YouTube, so it automatically puts it to 1080p. Although you can change this afterwards. Yeah. Uh, file name, location, frame rate. It, this, I, th- I think the YouTube section is a, lo- a bit simpler than the custom. This is like all of the keyframes, all the matters. The YouTube one is just simple. Select the uh, select the frame rate, format, MP4, uh, MP4 or QuickTime actually, because that's the only two you can do on YouTube. Um, the audio, main one, stereo, timeline track, all timeline tracks. Uh, video codec, there's only one for this one, H264. Uh, audio codec, uh, audio codec uh, AAC, or linear something or other, <laughs> and didn't show up. And then data running, you don't need to do that, but it's literally all there for you. Then you've got Vimeo, H24, uh, H264 master, and then generic. And I never really go to any of these. So yeah. what is actually really cool is there are some other... Um, editing software's kind of built into this, I guess. So if you go to the render settings, I've actually not known this. There's a render setting preset, which actually says Final Cut Pro 7 and Final Cut Pro X. And it will save them so you can bring this file into Final Cut Pro. And there's a Premiere one as well. And an Avid and a Pro Tools. (laughs) And then an audio one where you can only save the audio. So they're catering to people who might have only opened it to do some slight editing, get it done quick. See, I I don't know. I don't know whether Premiere does this. They won't cater for anyone else. They won't say, oh, yeah, get this as a DaVinci file. No, 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 no. DaVinci is very vast. (laughs) It's very friendly, I would say. So once you've got all the settings, you just add it to your render queue and it'll pop up on the right in the render queue. It'll, say no, um, it'll show up and then you just press start render and, and then, then you just wait until it's done. <laughs> and then you go to the choice of the uh, location or you go to location of choice, sorry, <laughs> choice like go to location of choice where you save the video and there it is in all its glory. So you've got like the timeline at the bottom, it says uh, you render entire timeline or you can select what parts to render exactly, like the in and out range. So so if you wanted, you could select what part exactly that you want to render to test if that bit works or not. Or you can do obviously the entire video and then see if that works. Yeah. But yeah, right. On to the fun part. Probably not. All the settings at the top. Oh, yeah. 
So, starting off, it says DaVinci Resolve. This is a thing. So, like, keyboard customization. <laughs> and then preferences, updates about DaVinci Resolve. So, it'll give you some information on uh, what they do and how it is. Right, I think everyone probably already knows this, but file. New project. Save <laughs> project. Me. Import file. Import project. Import timeline. Import metadata. Export project. All that sort of stuff. Project manager where you can go to other projects and open them. Project settings. Project notes. <laughs> Edit. It's just like undo, redo, cut, da 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 paste, duplicate, da 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 Multicam. Trim is pretty much just trimming it. So the cut tab. Timeline <laughs> is pretty much just everything to do with the timeline. Adding transitions, but you can do that anyway in the edit tab. Yeah, clip, I don't it's use just new compound these. clip, uh, new fusion clip. But you can do this in the edit tab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mark in, mark out. You can do this in the edit tab. We don't need these. You can do all these in the edit tab. View is like zoom, um, like the viewer, uh, the viewing uh, window. You can zoom. You can zoom it to fit. Uh, split screen, all that sort of stuff. Aspect ratio, playback, render cache. You could do this in the edit tab. <laughs> uh, so the playback is basically just saying all the settings you can do. So play and reverse, or play reverse is J. Stop is K. Play forward is L. You, you could. You could... This is just showing you how to do. So it's kind of like keybinds basically. And yeah, there's not really any other ones to be honest. These are all just what you can do in each of the tabs. Or the edit tab. <laughs> I understand all they've put these in. If you just want somewhere to go where it has everything regardless of the tab you're on. Yes. But the main the main one you'll be using is definitely the edit tab. <laughs> like yeah. for my for my videos, I'll I'll spend like seventy five percent of the time in the edit tab, just cutting and cutting and adding effects. And transitions, literally the only time there. I think my favourite thing in the edit tab is the uh, inspector window. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's resolved from start to finish. Yep. Well, the basics anyway. As, as basics, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of a touch on everything. Just yeah. Just, yeah, that's 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 resolved. Yeah, so it's definitely uh, resolved our lives. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think on in future episodes we will do probably just the tab. So the tab. next one will probably be the the edit tab. Literally just all on the edit tab, everything on the edit tab, <laughs> and then we'll go through to the next ones in future podcasts. But yeah. uh, I I think we're done here. Be sure to listen in again to see the next steps in resolving our low-res lives. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.